welcome to all new episode. My name is James Grambo. I'm with my co-host Jose, and we're joined once again by we're joined once again by ah fuck. Uh, I'll cut this out. We'll start again. Just keep it. Fuck it. All right. We're joined by once again with Josh. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on again. I'm glad you have you on again. I'm glad you remember my name so well. Of course. How can I not? We talk every day. You don't remember my name. That's fine, then. So I'll I'll give it... to Jose right now. Are, are, are we doing the top five this episode or just going straight to our draft? Oh. How can I forget that part? All right, Josh. Well, that oh, give me the fuck. category. Give me your top five. Y'all go ahead. Y'all go, y'all go first. Y'all go first. Jose can I go first. <laughs> okay, I'll go Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, George Gervin, managing Oakley. I know what this is. Was... <laughs> I know what this is. Top five shooting guards? Is that what yeah, it is? Top, top five shooting guards. <laughs> I knew that. As soon as I heard Ginobili, I knew where that was going. <laughs> oh, you don't think Josh Richardson's a top five shooting guard? All time? I don't yeah. think he's a top five mad shooting guard. <laughs> <laughs> Is he he's a top five Mavs Josh? He's no. Top, probably not. Is he, a, is he a top five Mav right now at, at all? Sadly, yes, because I think it's how bad this roster is. <laughs> okay, you want me to go ahead? I got one. You want me to go, James? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, let's go Velociraptor, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Brachiosaurus, Triceratops, and Stegosaurus. Top five dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll go with That's that. a good list. Pineapple, Italian sausage, pepperoni, chicken, and black olives. Oh, you had me to the black olives. You had you me. Had me to, you, yeah, you had me. This is the first time I've I agreed with your the top fives. I could come with a fifth pizza topping. Oh, oh black olives. I'd rather, I'd rather have mushrooms and black olives. Jesus Christ. Yeah, or like bell peppers. Yeah, bell peppers is fine. Fucking okay. olives? No. Okay, bell peppers then. I'm going on the fly. I'm trying to pick five at once. Try to get quick. It's just like, oh, fuck, black olives. Jesus Christ. Olives is a lot. Olives is like the, there's like three Bottom foods. Five. Yeah, there's like three foods that I just can't stand. And olives is one of them. I, I can't stand olives. No, it's terrible. Yeah. It's not that bad. So, Black yeah, olives is not that bad. Black olives. All olives are bad. And they taste all, like all the what color they are. There's not a single olive that's good. Yeah, green, black, whatever. Okay, I'll replace it with bell peppers. I'll take it. I thought even only even one, onions would be better. I don't have onions. Like, there's not. Yeah, that's a. The only worst topping is anchovies. 
Or Canadian bacon. Canadian bacon would be good too. Yeah, how's that bad? You know what? That's that's what you said. Black Owls is Canadian bacon. So I'm I'm curious though. But do you like do you like olives on pizza? Black Owls is fine. So you oh, so that was a top five for you. Like that wasn't. You're lying. You weren't actually. That wasn't what you could think of. That's you were giving your honest top five. That's fine. Yeah. I just. So you like pineapple on pizza too? Of course. I mean, I do. Too. I do too. I'm just. I'm just making sure because. I mean, you had me until that. You had me until olives. I was like, damn, this is a good ass list. And then you said, I black have olives. four. And I was like, fuck. How can I come up with five on the spot? I was like, oh, fuck <laughs> it. Pick black olives. Finish with top five. Okay. See, I mean, that's why you always need to have the fifth one be your home run header. You know, like my, like my list. You know, I went, I went pretty easy, pretty easy. Okay, let me just get the slam dunk, manage it over. Oh, I went in order. I didn't know. I thought we went top five, like one through five. See, my, my, I think I, th- I think mine is in order. You know, I think you could argue that manage Nobody should be number three, but I'm not. That's not what this podcast is about, guys. I'm not going to argue with you about this. Yeah, Today's I, about celebrating the Mavs. And they're illustrious history. They're illustrious what are we history. celebrating? Their illustrious history of being uh really just never being like the top guy, but never being the bottom guy. Kind of being the uh <laughs> I'm trying to think of a comparison. Like the Corey Matthews of the NBA, you know, like didn't carry that didn't carry Boyd Meetorial, but he was a pretty big part of it. Uh so I said we just you know get into it. We're doing the draft today. Obscure Mavs. I forgot who has the number one pick. You do. I do. Okay. This is the order is you, Josh, and me. It's a snake draft. <laughs> snake draft. Are there trades? No. No trades. Okay. So, so uh, this tra- this draft was kind of inspired by you know the forgotten Mavs on social on on Twitter the forgotten Mavs yeah. guy. It's kind of inspired by him, his 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 account. Okay, good follow, by the way. I I don't follow him. I do not know he existed. So, uh, I will definitely follow him after after this episode. His his account gave me the idea for this draft. Well, th- thank you for dotting math guy. I appreciate it. Uh, hopefully you listen. If not, I'll uh, I'll tag him. Perfect. <laughs> I want him to know that I said thank you for the idea. Fantastic. So, first pick of the uh, – I, I got my big board. I'm not, I'm not sure how serious you guys took this, but I got my big board ready. I got a big board, too. I got a small, I got a small board. Because when i going through – like, when you go through Forgotten Mavs history, they're not very – there's a lot of bigs. There's not that many guards. So, That's what I found, too. That's what I found, too, yeah. I think I, I every team needs that sniper, you know, that that knockdown shooter. He has finals experience. Uh, I'm gonna go number one pick, Sasha Pavlovich. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. Think you need a sniper. You need the guy who can who can bring it home. He has the finals experience. He was there in '07, I believe, with Cleveland. Uh, you know, so I think that's that's solid pick. I'm happy with that. You know, I forgot he even existed. That's a good, that's a good solid pick, Jose. I'm proud of you. I, I, I didn't know I where you were gonna go with this. Uh, that's a good pick. I'm, I'm honestly kind of, I'm honestly kind of jealous. I didn't think of that pick, but so I'm up, I'm up, James. You're up. 
Okay, so this is like players that probably maybe didn't play a lot with the Mavs. People don't really remember, forgot about that kind of thing. Yes. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna, my first pick. I'm taking Tyler Bay. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna take. You'll be on this uh, list in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna take Ty Lue. That's a good pick. Like Jose said, I gotta have a. There was a lot of forwards and centers, a lot of fours and fives, but I'm gonna have to go with a guard first. I'm taking Ty Lue. I genuinely forgot he played on the, on the Mavericks. See, That's I forgot Popovich did. So we're even. See, yeah, Ty Lue wasn't on my big board. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed. <laughs> um, I really am. I mean, he's a great pick, solid pick. So is that is that, is that qualify, James? Like forgotten Mavs? That does qualify. Okay. I think so. If I for, if I forget he played for him, yes. James, you're up. All right, this is gonna be obscure. Be obscure. I'm gonna go guard also. Dan Dickow. <laughs> That's a great pick. You can't get any more obscure than that. I, I think I think part of the way you picked him is because his name has Dick in it. I mean, that's a good <laughs> pick. That's a good well, name. Gu- I'm going with guard. That's a James pick. It's a James pick because it's so random. It is a great pick. I think I think really all of our first round picks, I think were great. Uh, I think you know we all we all went guard, which I was surprised by. Because we all kind of, I know. Again, there's not that many obscure guards in Mavericks history. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that, that was a smart move on all of our parts, though. Yeah. Look at that. All three of us are better GMs than uh, Donnie Nelson. Look at that. Yeah. All right. Can we talk about Donnie Nelson when we're done with this? We can. can. Okay. All right. You're up, James, again, I guess. I'm going to go. I'm going to go big this time. Wang Juju. Ooh, that's that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good pick. That's a see. He wasn't that's on my a big good one. He wasn't on my big board, so that's pretty obscure. That's good. He wasn't on mine. I remember him, mm-hmm. but I for some reason I thought he played longer here than he actually did. But he only played like I think one or two years. Yeah. Yes, I, I remember he came, when the Mavericks of China. He like gave Dirk a guitar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you guys remember that picture. Yeah, yeah. Where? How many? He played here two years. Yeah, I think roughly it was two, years. two, roughly two years. Okay, that was like back. That was like when I first started getting into the Mavs. Like, I was like, I was like a, I was like five years old, six years old, I think, watching like my grandma. He was like on that two thousand, like the two thousand team, or yeah, yeah. One, I vaguely remember him. I vaguely remember him. Oh, right, you're up, uh, Josh. Okay, <clears throat> I'm also going to go with a big. I'm going to go with Ryan Hollins. That was my next pick. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I got that pick and roll with Ty Lue and Ryan Hollins. Let's go. That's. I mean the. Lob City. I mean, Lob City <laughs> yeah. 2.0 come your way. You, his nickname is the Booty Call. <laughs> Did you ever see his interview during the Big Three League? No. 
he had like two points, one rebound, and he was hyping himself up. At first, we were in the big three league, but like you have zero contributions, and he, he's hyping himself up as he's like Shaq in the 0-1 finals. Oh, fuck. It's, it's I hate that sort of Yeah, I can't stand him. I can't stand half the uh, former NBA players who talk about basketball on ESPN. Yeah, it, it's rough. So I, uh, I guess I'm up next. Yeah, you're up. Okay, so I'm gonna go. I get the next two picks. Yeah, yes. Uh, I'm gonna go for like a twin tower thing here. Uh, first pick, I gotta get my boy, uh, Pop Mensu, Mensu Basu. Oh, that was my next pick. That's no. easy. From uh, oh. George, from George Washington University. I yes. thought we'd get him. This round, he honestly so when, when I first started getting into basketball, he was dominating at George Washington, and I had no clue about like how like college worked. So I was like, he's the best player in the world. He needs to become the Maverick. And then he finally did. I kind of picked up on, hey, he just sucks. But I was still like, extremely hyped up for it. <laughs> so I was like, you know, my like my, my childhood dream, like I, the guy who I thought was the next like Tim Duncan is in Dallas, and it turns out he was. Uh, not too Duncan. <laughs> nice. Good pick. But then my, my next pick, and he might not be obscure. If not, sure. I'll, I have I have a backup. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, E.G. Lon. Who? E.G. Lon. You know what I want? I'm mispronouncing it. Oh, you motherfucker. That was going to be my next pick. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I know. I was... I was going to have a, a Wang Zhuzhu, Yi Jilin, Twin Tower situation going on. Yeah, I went too big. Because, like, again, he, 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 was, he was big. He, he's killing in China right now, by the way. He's having like 25 or 15 in China. It's ridiculous. That was going to be my next pick. That was going to be my next pick. Did you, did you remember his, like, pre-draft hype? Like, why he got so hyped up? It was, it was pretty big. But do you remember, like, the, like, the, like, what happened to, like, blow him up? I no, believe. but I remember he, he had all the hype. He, was all the, he had all the magazine covers and shit like that. <laughs> he was posting up chairs. Like, literally, his chairs. He was posting on chairs. And then everyone, <laughs> like, everyone hyped it up. Like, oh, my God, this workout was insane. And it's like he literally was posting up, like, just fucking chairs. <laughs> like, no, like, no defender, just a chair. And they hyped it up as he's, like, the next Yao Ming. Uh, oh. And turns out, which obviously he's from China, Yao Ming. But yeah, he was posting up some chairs, and that's why he, his stock shot to the roof, because they said it was one of the most impressive workouts they've seen. But again, he's posting up chairs. Nice. Yeah, so, but former, former great man. I think he I remember he had the, games the magazine covers and shit like that. He was, the height was big. I like it. All right, Josh, you're up. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with another big here. I'm just going to go Twin Towers like, like Jose. I'm gonna go with uh, Pavel Podkolzin, seven five. You remember him? Va- yes, I remember him. He was like from like I think Russia or something that? like that. He's like seven yeah. five. He was so big and so slow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember like playing with him on like NBA Live. He like couldn't move at all. Like if he touched the ball, he'd like get ripped every time. I don't. I, I hated him, but that's that's who I'm going with. Oh, Pavel. Your team's getting cooked on defense. No. We're blocking shots. 
Uh, you're up, James. Let me go with my big board. I'm going to go Raul Marshall. Remember him? I don't. I'm not going to lie to you. That's the first one I don't remember. He was on that 2016. He was a spare. <laughs> I'm going to look him up because I don't remember that. What's his first name? R-A-W-L-E, Raul Marshall. Oh, he was on 0607. <laughs> Raul Marshall? Yeah, he was like a his, wing. His full name like is one game. Raul Jr. Colomo Marshall. That's his full name. Jesus Christ. Is there anything more disrespectful than being called a spare? <laughs> yeah, he's a spare. That's what he was. He did say, he did say not a backup, not a role player, it's a spare. Who on, who on the Mavs right now is a spare? Who would you call a spare on the Mavs right now? Right now? It know, was right? a wonder. It was a wonder before he was gone. <laughs> now it's uh, Melly. Yeah, it's Melly. Uh, what'd you call him? Nicolo Smelly? Nicolo Smelly. <laughs> Alright, so I got so I got a big, I got a wing, I got a point guard. Okay. I'm gonna need a sharpshooter. Go Matt Carroll. Great, great. That was my next hit. I like it. He's got some spacing now. Okay. I like it. I don't know if this next one's obscure enough. Like, I think my, my criteria was a little bit more loose. Go for it. Just, just go for it. Uh, Nicholas Brasino from, like, the 2016 year. I have no idea who he is. Brasino? I, I remember him. I vaguely remember him. You don't remember? Bro, how do you not? Did you watch any games? I, I did. It's just like he was just not memorable. He didn't have much of an impression <laughs> for me. Fair enough. Well, I'm going to get some shooting and take him. I say shooting. I use that term very loosely because he was not actually that great of a shooter. But in regards to the uh, to this criteria, I'm I'm taking a shooter. So I'm up. Didn't yeah, but didn't didn't Brasino pop off a couple of games or something like that? No, Brasino definitely popped off those games because I remember thinking, oh, this guy, he might become like the next Toronto Raptors, Hidu uh, Turkoglu, but never <laughs> he, he was a good. I mean, if I, if I remember, he, he he was like not hyped up, but he wasn't hyped up. He was like a he was in the point board, you know. Yeah. But he just really couldn't do anything. It was like a point four. He really couldn't dribble, pass, shoot, rebound, defend. Yeah. I, I think I'm remembering him being better. I'm looking at his stats now. I think I remember him being better than what I'm looking at. His best game, he scored 15 points and went four of eight from three. That was his best game. I think uh, I remember that game. Who was, was it against? Uh, who was it against? Is that Memphis? Memphis. I, I feel like I remember that game, but I, I could be misremembering. But I, I, I remember Gino. He was, I, he was, yeah. uh, he was. Again, he was like, should have been a good point forward, but turns out he really couldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. So I think. Are you 
So I got the next two picks. So I have Pavlovich, E, and then I have Pops. So I need uh, I need some guards. Pretty, pretty, you know. I think I'm going to go with Damon Jones as a point guard. Nice. Has he been taking it? No, no, that's a good pick. Okay. Solid pick right there. You know, yeah. good veteran leadership. Yeah, absolutely. And then for my shooting guard, or small forward, I guess, this is tough. As, you know, my heart's torn. He might not be obscure enough. If he's not, I'll, I'll change it. Steve Novak. That was be my next pick. That's a good, that's a good one. I, I thought about adding him, but I, I kind of struggle with you guys. Like, is he obscure enough? Because he was on that 2011. He was on the championship team, right? So, I he think I remember him. A, do what? He, he was he was he had his best years with the Knicks. So I was like, well, he might be known, but he might not be too known. So, yeah, so wasn't he on that championship team though? He was on the championship team, I think, right? No, I don't think he was. He might have maybe early in the season. He didn't make it to the. Uh, That's right. Make, yeah. yeah. But if yeah. I say the name Steve Novak, you're like. What's your first your thought if I say Steve Novak? Knicks. I think of him as a Nick. You I think, think of him as a like, Marquette. What is Marquette? Like, you tell the average person, they'll, like, they'll probably like, who? So I, to me, that counts. I bet you half of Mavs Twitter doesn't even remember a Novak play in Dallas. So. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, so. Am I up? Yeah. You are up. Can I go – I'm going to go um, – I don't know if y'all remember this guy or not. Y'all probably don't remember him. But he was here, he played here like like 2015, I think, maybe 14. Uh, John Jenkins? Yeah, not our friend. Shooting guard? Is he's that obscure like, enough? He's still like four games, right? That's the yeah, that's, what? Uh, I think he's a game or two. Did he? I, he that's may have started a, a game. game. That's a good he may have started a game. I totally forgot about it. He, he was he was a decent player in the league though for a little while, but I, he only played like 19 games with the Mavs. I think maybe I could be wrong, but I think he only played a couple games here, and it was like released or traded. I think he played in Phoenix for a couple of years, but I think he only played like 20 games in Dallas. So there was an but, article. It was after he left, and it was like we're uh, talking about looking for the next Steph Curry, but he's already in the league, and then John Jenkins. <laughs> God damn! Well, he did shoot. Okay, so I'm looking. He did shoot 41 percent from three with the, with the Suns the year after he was at in, in Dallas. Well, only on like one attempt a game. So, yeah, that's that's not a lot. But anyways, yeah, John Jenkins is my pick. I think we got two more picks, right? Or like, or one more pick. I got one more pick after this. So it's your turn, James. So I got, I think I, I got. Let me see this real quick. I I wrote down the picks. We all have. Totally I have, have five. five guys. You have five guys. I have four. So, this so my, my starting five and my sixth man. So I got. I'm gonna need a a power forward. Please don't take my guy. For the love of God, please don't take mine. I don't think I'm going to. Is your guy John L. Harvey? Nope. <laughs> that's, my, that's my that's my big. 
Okay. Can't get more obscure than that. <laughs> that is that's pretty good. Then my sixth man is gonna be Antoine Wright. I like it. I like both of those picks. Okay. It's pretty good. So why not your starting five and, and your six man real quick? My starting five is gonna be Dan Dickow <laughs> and Matt Carroll in my backcourt. My front court is going to be Wang Juju, Raul Marshall, and Donnell Harvey. And my sixth man is going to be Antoine Wright. Let me speak, let me speak at it again. I was on my mic. So my backcourt is going to be Dan Dickow and Matt Carroll. My front court is going to be Wang Juju, Raul Marshall, and Donnell Harvey. And off the bench is going to be Antoine Wright. Okay. That's a killer team. Yeah. I like it. So my last picks come up up right now. Yeah, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Chris Humphreys as my sixth man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good pick. Uh, so yeah, he he'll be my sixth man coming off the bench. Uh, oh, you know, remember his nickname was is Hump. So I, I gotta have a guy named Hump on my team. Which is a g- great nickname. <laughs> exactly, my, for several my, for several reasons. My all-time favorite nickname, though, Corey McGettys. Do you know Corey McGettys? Well, I don't know what it is. What's his nickname? It's uh, Bad Corner. Because there's, there's a lot of penetration and scoring, but no one's really happy with what they just watched. Is that what, <laughs> if I go on Basketball Reference, would that be his nickname on there? Uh... It should be. Again, that's, that's where I, I feel I'm like looking it up five. right now. Yeah, it's probably oh, it, No, it doesn't say it. It just says 5 0 as his nickname. See, I always, I always knew his nickname was Bad Porno. Bad Porno? Because, yeah, it, it started in 2016. I'm going yeah, to uh, Google Corey McGetty Bad Porno. Yeah, Corey Bad Porno McGetty. Was an overpaid member of the Warriors when he was dubbed bad porn with the justification that there was a lot of penetration and scoring, but whoever was watching still wasn't happy with that, what they were seeing. <laughs> I might title this episode "Bad Porn and Margetti. <laughs> Please do. I mean, it's not my porn. I mean, it's not my porn. It's not my podcast, but that's a good idea if I have any say. Yeah, that was my favorite, like my all-time favorite nickname was Corey Margetti. Bad porn. Corey bad. <laughs> It just fits it. Like, the, the description, like, if you watch them, that's all it was. It's not like, storing, penetrating. But you weren't really happy with what you just, what you just saw. So, is the bad porn of the Mavs right now, Tim Hardaway? Uh, no, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it would be. I don't think Tim Hardaway. I, I enjoy seeing Tim Hardaway score. Who's the bad porn of our team? Uh, oof. I don't know, maybe Dorian? Dorian, maybe Willie. Yeah, Willie's a good one. Dwight. Good one. It was James Johnson, but he's gone. But the thing with, with Willie, there's a lot of penetration, but not a lot of finishing, you know? It's like, so I'm not sure if, he, if you could consider him bad form, because, you know, there's no, there's no real finishing in it, so. Yeah, Dwight Powell? <laughs> Dwight Powell. <laughs> That's. I, mean, I think it has to be Dorian. I mean, 
Yeah. Man, Dwayne, I wish – it's crazy you're in the NBA for, like, however long he's been, four years or whatever, and you still can't dribble the basketball. Like, that's – that's wild to me. Anyways, I'm not going to talk bad about it. I like Dorian. I'm not going to talk bad about him. But who's your last pick, Jose? The sixth man. Sorry. I'll do my daughter a bottle. Uh, sixth man. Let me look at my – at my big board. Okay, I'm gonna go with. I can't. I can never pronounce his name. But give it your best shot. Uh, Azabuki from Kentucky. Who? Kalina Azabuki is it? Cle- yeah, pay for Golden is State. Cle- is it Kalina Azabuki? Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he, was a, he was a sniper there for a minute at Golden State, and then he uh, had a shit ton of injuries. That's good. But he would definitely be my sixth man. How do you pronounce his last name? Is it Zabuike or something? I think it's Zabuike. Azabuike? No, I think it's Zabuike. Azabuike. He'd definitely be my sixth man. You know what his nickname is? What's his nickname? Big time week. <laughs> That's solid. I forgot about him. I forgot he was a. I forgot he was a Mav. I, I think his, his last year was with Mav. Those Mavs. Crazy. I think yeah, all these injuries. I think all these teams are solid. Yeah, I so think my, who missed who missed your guys' cut? Like if you had one more pick, you wouldn't be. I'll, I have a I'll, – I'll go off my big board right here. Mine was like, Sonic. Oh, what, go ahead, Jose. No, no, go ahead. Mine was uh, Gal McHale. Ooh, Gal I let him out. <laughs> Courtney, Alex, Courtney Alexander. Who knows Sundolph? Chris Douglas Roberts or uh, Danny Fortson. Yeah, oh, you know who I forgot? Antonio's Antonio's Leland. Yeah, I mean, how did you forget him? We were all hyped up about him for like a solid two months. Or Aaron Harrison. Good stuff. Uh, Alex Ajinka. Quentin Ross. <laughs> all, all great. I mean, it got to the point for me where I was like, there's, there's so many you can pick from. Josh Powell. <laughs> Yeah, Josh Powell's on my little board. I had Josh Powell on here, too. Jeremy Evans. Yeah. A the two-time dunk champion from Utah. Yeah. You had uh, Calvin Booth. I'm not sure if we should be cutting him. Pierre Jackson. Don't forget, uh, don't forget Dennis Rodman. Yeah, Dennis Rodman. I had Jonathan Motley on my big board. <laughs> hey, I'm a, Jonathan, I'm a Motley fan. I, had <laughs> I remember John- Everyone Sean Williams. Motley needing minutes. <laughs> I had Jeff with on my big board. What'd you say about Motley? And, I mean, we, we all argued about how he needed more minutes, and he was like, he was in the become like a solid role player, and he just never got a single chance to play. Yeah, he really hadn't had a chance in the league at all. But as a Baylor fan, I was I kind of always hoping he would do something in the league, but 
No. My favorite all-time Baylor player, who I was livid when the Mavericks passed on him, Perry Jones. I I bought into the Perry Jones hype hard. I'm like, he's the next. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's the next. He's gonna. Be, I, I think he had like, was it like a de- degenerative back or his back? They said he had like five years to play or some shit. Yeah, he had some. He had some back issues. Yeah, it's like him. Like I remember him. They said that's what he dropped. The same with uh, Jerry Sellinger, big Sully. You know, he, I thought he was gonna be a beast yeah. coming out of Ohio State, but they said his like. If he plays like starters minutes, he has like five years tops. Yeah, well, Perry Jones only played like two, three years in the league, I think. Yeah, he. I think he played. It was OKC, and then he went somewhere else, but he didn't really play. He kind of sat there and was like a hype man. Did he go somewhere else? I think he only played at OKC, but maybe. I not. thought he went some. I could have sworn he went somewhere else. Uh, maybe so. I'm trying to think maybe where. So. He might have. I don't. I don't remember. Oh, you're right. He went. Oh, he he got picked up by like um. He got picked up by a couple teams, but never like played. Like he was like he got picked up in the off season, and it was like ways before the season started a couple times by the Celtics and the Pelicans. Now he's playing in Warsburg. Nice. What a what a small world, you know. Yeah, what about, exactly. What about Kyle <laughs> Collinsworth? <laughs> oh no. Who's the guy that played with the Mavs uh, that everybody was, like, so hyped about for some reason? Um, Gerald Macon? Dude. No, uh, some tall white guy, I think. Uh, Jared, uh, fuck, I don't remember. I don't remember his last name. Jared something. I know what you're talking about. Like, Urkoff or something like that, right? Maybe. If you said his name, I'd remember it, but people were, like, I remember people talking about him all the time. He, he's like kind of recent though. Uh, Jared uh, Utah, I think uh-huh. it's Utah. Yeah, Utah. Yeah. Utah. I also forgot about Nick Zekas. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Interesting. So I, I think we all proved that we're better GMs than Donnie Nelson. Yeah, absolutely. He's. I know you, you wanted to talk about Donnie Nelson. Yeah, so okay. the floor is yours. The floor is yours. I'll give you the floor. I, the floor is yours. I, I, I just want to have, like, not really a – I don't want to talk about him. I mean, I do, but I don't really have a lot to say other than, like, how – I don't understand – how do you get that job, first of all? Second of all, how do you talk about continuity when, like, we're known for breaking up, like, good teams? Like, we broke up the 2011 team. Like, we went to the finals, won the finals – they broke that team up, but now we talk about continuity, and we have like we're like at best. I think this like in the Western Conference, this team at best as it is now, and I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, but we're like a like a five seed at best, in my opinion. I'm not trying to be like a Debbie Downer or anything like that, but I just don't think we're better than like the Jazz, the Nuggets, the either LA team, um, the Suns. I mean, I think those teams are objectively better than us. But we still like, oh, we're content with our team right now. We're fine. And then we don't even play the players that are, that like, are our best players. Like, Luca and KP can't sit every single game. And you expect us to be, like, a top seed. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. That's I just my think issue. I mean, I think, yeah. It's arrogance, I think. It's like, they said something about how the recent string, like, the recent uptick in performance. But it's like, look at your playing. Like, let's have some kind of, like, 
you can't look at this team and think there's any chance in hell they contend. And I was my thing is this: I was happy with the JJ Redick move as like a lifelong JJ Redick fan. He was like the first college player I ever. Him and Sheldon Williams will always have a a place in my heart as a basketball fan. But if that's the only move you make, and then it comes out you didn't look into his medical records, he might not get to play all year. I mean, it's at a certain point, it's like, and then they said that they felt like they had to make a move with uh, Johnson's contract. It's like, so you just rushed into a move where JJ read it. Like, yeah. it doesn't none of it make sense to me. And I think I'm at the point now where it's like they clearly don't care about the regular season, no matter what they say. How oh, it's, we don't we do we look at the standings, or whatever. It's like you're the seventh seed. You might potentially have to play the Warriors in the play-in tournament, which is – I will never – I will gladly bet on uh, Golden State in that game. This is a chance you don't make the playoffs. You don't have a draft pick. You don't have a second-round pick. And it's like, what are you going to do? Yeah, we're a free agent. What yeah. a free agent wants to come to a, a team who's a first-round exit, like, Unless they, like, I don't know, that, and that's where I, I get at. It's like, who's going to come here? I mean, like, I don't think players, I, I really don't think players want to play for Rick. Uh, I, I, the yeah. So, I don't know. Man, I've, I've always thought that the, I've always thought that the GM front office and the ownership with the Mavs has been great. And I guess that's because we lean a lot on how good we were with Dirk. And, like, we won a finals somewhat recently although now like i think we hold on to that a little bit too much yeah um it's a different era of basketball now like it's a different era of mass basketball that's a completely different i mean we were lucky with dirk like i can't believe dirk stayed with us for as long as he did and luca is not the same as dirk like i'm sorry i know people don't want to hear that but like luca is a winner and he's not going to want to stay with dallas if if we're not putting pieces around him to to be successful like i he's and i know never that, lost. I, I yeah, I don't. I don't want Luca to leave. I hope he stays here his whole career, but it's, it's not realistic with the way the league is now to think that and the way his personality is. Like, I think he would gladly stay if we're a winning franchise. But I think he likes Dallas. But I also know that he's a winner. And like, by the, like I said, I don't know. I, I've always thought that we were a competent front office, and it doesn't seem like that at this point. Like when I see all the players that were moved around, um, I saw somebody mention this on Twitter that it's crazy that. Like, y'all know me. I, I put out stupid trade machine scenarios all the time. But I never put one out as stupid as, like, Wendell Carter Jr. and whoever else, uh, Otto Porter, for Nikola Vucevic. To, to and they, I think it was two like, first, like, pick swaps, I yeah. think. Yeah, like, I, like, that's, like, you would never think that. Like, and, like, I'm not saying that we had the assets, because we don't have, like, any first-round picks soon to get Vucevic, but... When you just look at the prices of players moving around, like Oladipo and stuff like that, like it just seems like Aaron Gordon and Fournier and all that, it just seems like maybe there's stuff out there that we could have done that just like we didn't do at all, and it's frustrating. The Aaron Gordon one kind of pissed because I, I I forgot the exact trade, but it did, it, I don't think it was that good of a pass. It was R.J. Hampton, well, Gary and, Harris, uh, Aaron Harris, and Gary Harris. So like I mean you you're telling me you couldn't offer like Josh Green and James Johnson 
Like, Garrett Harris isn't an expiring. They would have got an expiring contract and still got a young rookie to, like, try to develop. Or even Josh Richardson. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of, I think, and and I get to the point now where it's like, because I'm starting to think it's just the front office not trying. Because, like, I mean, everything that came out after the Reddick trade seemed like they were like, oh, well, fuck it. Well, we got to get, we can't keep James Johnson, our spiritual leader. So. They got, you know, they they traded for JJ Reddick, who again I think is a great addition to this team if he plays. But I just don't know because I do think players will want to play with Luca. Like, I, like why would he want to play with Luca? But in today's NBA, you don't have to go to Luca. You can go somewhere else with him or bring him to you as a free agent. And I just don't know if team if players genuinely see Rick Carlisle and think, oh, that seems like a fucking blast to play for. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mark Cuban doesn't seem as, like, I don't know, it's like, he he, he picks, like, random, like, petty bat. He picked a little beef with Russell Westbrook before. You know I mean, I'm not sure, like, how well-liked Cuban is, like, among other players, because he seems like he was very tied in with, like, I forgot the agent's name. And, like, that's, I think, what, where we're at now is, like, your ages don't matter anymore. I don't think ages like Mark Cuban because of AAU comments. And I just don't think agents, like, I don't think, like, being close with an agent means anything anymore. Yeah. I mean, you have, like, James Harden represents himself. I mean, he got, he got, like, he doesn't have an agent. He got himself that contract by himself. He got the two Brooklyn by himself. I think his mom technically is his agent. Like, you know, LeBron hired his best fucking friend and turned him into a powerhouse, you know? Like, I don't think it matters if he's agent Lakes, I don't think he's as important as it matters to make it seem. And for me, it's like, I love Rick Carlisle, but I'm at the point now where it's like, is any player going to want to come play with him, play for him? We're like, and I just don't think they will. I, I, I think he's a great coach. I'm, I'm not on the, oh, he's a terrible coach train. I just don't think he's the right coach for this team anymore. Uh, I think Donnie Nelson needs to be uh, just do. He has a job on this team, scouting foreign players. I don't think he should be the main GM. I think either promote Michael Finley or go after somebody else, and then go from there. But I, I just don't see this current dynamic doing anything. Yeah, and they might prove me wrong. I, I, I'll be the first one to admit that I'm wrong, but like. Which is very, I mean, I'm never wrong. So, you know, it's it's very rare. My wife learned that. I'm never wrong. So, and, you know. And it, it's just, it's I, the ages. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, no, I was done. I, I was going to say that, like, and, and then finally we have, we have some money in free agency this year. We have some money to spend, and there's not really anybody that is appealing. I mean, I think Drew Holiday has a player option. Kawhi Leonard has a player option. But why would those guys leave the teams they're on now? And, like, you have Mike Conley, but he's, like, he's 33. He might be 32, 33. And then Kyle Lowry's, like, 35. I mean. Lowry wants 25 a year. Which, where I'm, with my look, when I look at the team, it's, like, uh, for me, it's, like, I don't, like, I don't care. Like, the whole, oh, they don't fit the timeline. Like, 
they don't have to be like young players. Luca being as great as as he is this early, I don't I'm like it's we're in win now mode. We're not in develop young talent mode and grow with Luca. Luca's Luca can never develop anything the rest of his career, and he's going to win multiple MVPs and definitely be in the Hall of Fame. Like it's win now mode, which is crazy to think because he's like 22 years old. Yeah, so it's crazy to build around that. Like win now, if they're older, great. If they're younger, great. Just get talent into a bad team. Yeah, and the thing is with like Luca, people want to look at it as like, oh well, you know, people usually your window or your prime of your best player's like career is like 25 to like 31, 32. But the yeah. luxury of having Luca is like. He's ready to go right now. Like he, his window could be like twenty-one to thirty-three, and that's like a luxury to have. And if you're not doing anything to help that situation, then like he's not gonna he's not gonna waste his career here. Like that's just not gonna happen. Especially with like, oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was gonna say especially with like 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 you said earlier, like. there are going to be players that want to play with him. Like, we know how LeBron feels about Luka, which that probably won't ever happen, but we know how the league feels about Luka, and they, if we can't get free agents here or trade for players to come here, like, he's just going to say, okay, well, I'll go play somewhere else where, like, you know, where where I can win. Yes, that can happen, but that's nothing for me to worry about for another, what, how many years? Four or five years? It's a long time. It's a long time, but it's still something to think about. Well, I'm going to think about when, it, when it's actually a possibility in the future. Right now, I'm not going to think about that because that's not – That's not gonna, I'm not going to put down myself it's, to think about might, that right now. You might be loyal. You're, like, Euros, European players have – I mean, if you look at Giannis, you look at Dirk, Jokic, European players do tend to be a little bit more loyal than, like, the AAU players because uh, this, is, this is their first home. You mean, like – you saw Vucevic. I mean, he, I mean, he played at USC, but he was he came from overseas. He he never was going to demand the trade from Orlando. He was going to stick it out to Orlando as long as he could. And so there's a chance Luca just sticks it out. But I think the Mavericks at least have to show Luca that they're doing everything they can. And I'm not sure if Luca has like because obviously Dirk towards the end of his career had say in who they brought in on the day. I don't think Luca cares to do that right now. Like, I don't think Luca wants to be the guy who says, "Hey, trade for this guy." Uh, but I mean, I think eventually they're going to have to show him that like they're going to do everything they can to build a winner about, around him. And as of yeah. now, it doesn't look like they're doing that. I think it is a luxury to have someone so young be so gifted, where you can you can like go for win now. But I also think it's difficult. I mean, you saw what happened to the Pelicans and Anthony Davis. Like, it's pretty tough when you're when you're just establishing yourself, trying to recruit these other established stars to come to you. Yeah, like, I think it's an ego thing. Where like, do I really think? Do you really think Kawhi, if he can't get down for the Clippers, is going to want to come join some twenty-three-year-old Slovenian kid in Dallas? You mean? Can you imagine? Oh, I would love it. Is, isn't Kawhi not the perfect fit for this team right now? Oh, perfect. Like, I mean, there's not there's not a better fit right now than Kawhi Leonard. I, I can't think of anybody that would like that we need more than like a Kawhi Leonard. 
Speaking of a bad future, the Clippers have a bad future. With they mortgaged all their picks for Paul George, which is seeing how great Alexander has developed. Yeah, they mortgaged all their really picks in SGA for Paul George. Such yeah. a terrible move. And also, like obviously, Gilgis Alexander is not as good as Paul George right now, but he could be at that level someday. And you didn't have you like he could be with. Kawhi Leonard right now doing the same stuff. Like, but Kawhi wanted, but Kawhi wanted Paul George with him. So, but if he said he didn't want Paul George, and they would with the Clippers, with all those picks and SGA, they would have a much better future. Yeah, and then the Lou Williams trade. I thought the Lou Williams trade for Rondo was like, yeah, what did is that? Just, like, was that is that was that not a terrible trade? I mean, Rondo, if you've seen him play this year, and it, I mean, he was good with the Lakers last year, but I mean, he was. That was desperation. I mean, they went from going after Lonzo to settling for Rondo. Yeah, that's right. I mean, like, I mean, like, like their fan base is thinking they're getting Lonzo ball, and then they get the corpse of John Rondo. Yeah, it, was yeah, des- yeah. it was desperation. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. You know, I think you look at the uh, – yeah, it, it, was, it just made no sense. I mean, it's just – the trade that I did, I mean, it popped off pretty quick. The second, it, like, that Vucevic trade broke down, I was like, this is going to get fucking crazy. Yeah, that kind of sprung everything for sure. Yeah, I mean, the Magic I – mean, but that's, I think, what frustrated me the most, seeing what the Magic got for those three players – because everyone was like, oh, we could, like, they couldn't match the trade exception. But, I mean, they could have done – I mean, James Johnson's expiring. I felt like could have got some something. You mean? Yeah, we could have got maybe, like, Mo Bamba or something. I was Mo Bamba even available? I mean, I don't know, but – You probably could have you – you probably could have you tried. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I think the only person we're going to keep was – Isaac and Anthony. I forgot Isaac, Isaac was even there. Yeah, I know. I know he's been hurt, but I forgot he was even. I forgot he was even part of the team until you just said that. Yeah, see the magic. I mean, I thought they they did a good job. I mean, they didn't get the most of the Pabuchovich, but I think Wendell Carter was like a. I mean, he's a solid player, uh, but I, I feel like. The Mavericks could have got something from the team from the Magic. I mean, I would have offered Przingis for all three of them. <laughs> I mean, like, I but they're not going. But they're not going to do that though. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely don't. But I mean, I, I'm going for because them trading Przingis. Them trading Przingis means they messed up. They don't want to admit that right now. Yeah, that's what that's what it's saying. They they like no, this didn't work, and they didn't want to admit that. See, my thing with the with the. Uh, Przingis trade is like it's not looking the best right now. Like I'm not gonna like say it's been great, but you had to do the deal, and like I don't care how the deal turns out, it was you had to do it. I mean the Mavericks, the DeAndre Jordan, Weston Matthews, this wasn't going anywhere. Like it just to get Przingis for what they gave up was a steal. It's like yeah, if it doesn't if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But that was a that was an amazing trade before. I mean, if you look at it this way, we gave up. I mean, 
yeah, the, the picks, that kind of sucks. But, I mean, look at how the players have been that we traded for. Look at how they've been since that trade. Like, Dennis Smith Jr. has been god-awful. He's been a little bit better in Detroit, I guess. And then Wes Matthews has been awful. Uh, DeAndre Jordan has been pretty bad. Like, all the players that we traded away, I mean, I mean, I look at it as we gave away, you know, some picks, and that's about it. So Yeah. And Przing, I mean, my, the, the biggest thing with Przing has been, like, like, I mean, we people talk shit about if we're not playing back-to-backs. But I think mo, I think all of us can agree, if it was up to him, he would play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's him saying he didn't want to play. You know, I think he wants to play all of them. Uh, same with Luka. I don't think it's, I don't think it's either of them saying, oh, yeah, I don't want to play today. But with Przingis, for me, it's been his defense. There's some games that looks great, some games not so much. And his yeah. offense is so streaky. But he's, I mean, there's some nice, it, it looks like he's, I mean, like he's the best player on the court. I think it was with Minnesota. I mean, he looked like he was the best player on the court. Like it was. For sure. I mean, he was, and then like he'll have games, I mean, like uh, against the, uh, the Pacers where he looked pretty solid. So I mean, for me, it's just like getting him to, you mean consistently do it, and they definitely need to get. I mean, the Mavericks issues are second and third best scores are wildly inconsistent. Yeah, if you yeah. Get, if, if they're both hot on the same night, you're not. It's, it's tough to beat the Mavericks. But when one of them are bad or both of them, I mean, call it a night. It's over. I mean, we're done. Yeah. No, I. And the bad thing is too, like when Luca has a bad night, like it, you can almost go ahead and count it as an L because the the rest of the team just, like you said, can't stay consistent. But anyways, enough negativity. Uh, I'm done being negative. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I still think. I mean, it's, it's, it's there's a chance they can. Like you said, I think they're, they peak at a fifth seed. We'll see what happens with Portland with that trade for Norm Powell. The uh, it would be the Mavericks' luck, though, like move up to the fifth seed, and the Lakers drop to the fourth seed. <laughs> <laughs> like like yeah. that would just be like the most Mavericks situation to be in. Like we move up, we're all excited, and say, "Oh fuck, we're going to get swept by the Lakers in the first round." Yeah. Shit. I think someone showed how LeBron's coming back. His first game back, I think, is going to be against the Mavericks. Is it? Like his like timeline one. It shapes up to be his first game back being against the Mavericks. Oh, Luca will give him the business. I'm not worried about that. He always does. Yeah. Luca's a bad name. I mean, there's, there's games I watch and I'm like, this motherfucker's the best player in basketball. I don't care what anyone talks about. Real quick, real quick before we leave. Would y'all, would, if Luca wasn't a Maverick, like, if, if like let's say Luca got drafted by, I don't know, the Denver Nuggets. Hypothetically, would you still be a, a Luca fan? Of course. Fan? No, I, I would be a. I'll be a fan. Yeah, I think I would too. I, I'm pretty. I, I I think I would be because like there's really nothing to not like about him. But I do think I would get a little bit annoyed. Uh, like let's say by the Nuggets, I would get terribly annoyed by Nuggets fans if they're anything the way some of the Mavericks fans are about yeah. him. <laughs> And then I also get tired of the media. That's what I think. I, I, don't, I try not to let the media affect my opinion on certain players. But sometimes, like, 
They went Zion. I got a little bit annoyed with Zion when I'm like, yeah, well, the Pelicans have so many national televised games, and they're like, for what? Because you know, because for Zion, which Zion is a great player, no disrespect, but it's even now like Lamelo, I love watching Lamelo play basketball. But it's like the media love where it's like, you mean they're just like making them out to be this like. I mean, he's going to be great. Don't get me wrong, but it, it, it gets a little tiring. Last year, Michael Porter, when they, I thought it was CBS Sports posted these teams pass up on Michael Porter, and they include the Mavericks and the Hawks. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think the Mavericks regret taking Trey and Luca over Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't think Donnie Nelson is like waking up in the middle of the night thinking, man, imagine what we'd be doing with Michael Porter Jr. Or like, or like the the Suns. I don't think they're mad. I don't think they're mad that they took DeAndre Ayton. Like, I mean, Michael Porter Jr. Maybe is a better player. I don't know. That's up for you to for debate. But I don't think they're like thinking, God damn, I wish we would have drafted Michael Porter Jr. instead of this bum DeAndre Ayton. Oh yeah, Ayton is a really good player. I'm a huge Ayton fan. He's just. I think his thing is like getting. I mean. His role in that team, I feel like, is inconsistent. Especially now with Chris Hall. Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge Dane fan. I think he's, I mean, that's my thing with the whole Luka draft. It's like, yeah, obviously every team wishes they took Luka. But, I mean, I think the Kings are like, I understand they were like, well, do we really want a Devin Booker, Luka backcourt? Because, like, defense yeah. and all that stuff. Get, get, the, get the home. The kid from Arizona went to Arizona. Get, get him. He's the Kings, I understand they're not drafting a guard. They had Deep Fox, Bogey, and Buddy Heald. I mean, and the sure. owner hates the guy's dad. Yeah. But I, mean, I think it's sad that they tried trading Bagley for Bay. That, for me, was like, I'm like, Bagley's stock is so low right now. Yeah, it is. He, yeah, he's been pretty, pretty bad. I, you know what? Thinking about that Michael Porter Jr. Th- comment that you said about like CBS Sports and these teams passed on him, like I don't even. Maybe this is a hot take, but I think I'd rather have SGA and McCall Bridges over over Michael Porter Jr. Would I would y'all? definitely take. I would definitely take Bridges. And who was the first one? Uh, SGA, Gilgis Alexander. Oh, I thought he said SJA at first. So I was like, I was confused. No, SGA. Oh no, hundred percent. I would take. I would take both of them over. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not taking him over. Like, I'm definitely taking MPJ over. Like, I forgot who else was drafted. Was it Kevin Knox? Was in that draft? Like, Kevin, eight no, or nine? Kevin Knox, I think, was the year after. I think. Okay. I, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Colin Jackson's in that draft. Jaron Jackson Jr. I'm taking uh, Jaron Jackson over Michael Porter. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to like. I think the only one I'm really taking who got drafted over him, I'll take him over Jerome Robinson, Miles Bridges, Bomba, and Wendell Carter. And Kevin yeah. Knox. Kevin Knox ended up being that draft. Yeah, you're right. But other than that, I'm not taking, I'm not taking Michael Porter over any of the other guys. All right. James said he has a fun question. What's, that, what's your question, James? Right. Let's get weird. So what's the, what's the top place you don't want to get caught for public urination? 
The top places you don't want to get caught for no, public the, urination. The top place you don't want to get caught for public urination. Daycare at a daycare. That's gotta be like that's gotta be number one, right? Or like the Vatican. <laughs> no, I'm okay with the Vatican. I mean, if you get drunk? caught at a daycare or a playground, I mean, sex offender, rest of your life. My yeah. answer, my, my answer is gonna be playground. I mean. That's pretty bad, too. I think it'd go either way. Yeah, anywhere where children are going to be present. <laughs> yeah. Did you not, did you guys know this? I didn't know this until, like, a couple, like, not too long ago, but you can be registered as a sex offender just if you get caught in public having sex. Like, you could be in your car in a parking lot having sex, and you, oh, yeah. you can be registered as a sex offender for that. And that's terrible. Really where and that's terrible. That's, that's, yeah. That's, that's on your record for life. Can you imagine, like, you're, like, you're getting some top in, like, I don't know, some some random parking lot, and you get, like, cops pull up, and you're like, okay, well, you're going to be a sex offender now. And now when you register for a job, like, try to apply for a job or something, you get that on your record. So this like, is, they, uh, that's wrong. That's in, wild. No, I say that's wild. Like, that's crazy that no. there's no context. Like, you get apply for a job, and it's like, well, they're not going to ask you, like, what would you do? <laughs> it's just, like, you're a sex offender. But they can so, look it up, though. This is, this, speaking of looking yeah. it up, but this is a true story. I worked at Mercedes in Georgia, okay? And I, I was some guy in a car from out of state, uh, and he get sent me a driver's license. So he sent me his driver's license, and it said sex offender and driver's license. And I'm like, I'm not going to oh. look it up. I don't, I don't care. Like, you know, it's like, whatever. Like, I'm selling your car. Like, it's not a big deal. I mean, well, anyways, he gets it. And, I don't like, at this point I forgot about it. It's like three days later, I don't care. And he was like, just so you know, uh I didn't really commit anything. I was just, you know I think he said he he got caught peeing at uh at a playground. He was like walking home drunk from a bar or something. And I'm Jesus like that's Christ. weird. That's weird that he told me that. So I yeah. Googled it. Turns out he was raping his like wife's daughter, so his stepdaughter. So oh, my God. Like, so for, like, three years it went on. He got, like, ten years in prison. And but yeah, he told me, and I think it was super awkward. Like, he's really out of nowhere. like, oh, just so you know, it's just sex offender. Not because it's bad, but because of this. Oh, and I'm like, oh okay, now, now, now I have to Google it. So I Googled it. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, no one would have known if you would have just and not he said anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah don't say anything. Exactly. Y'all time for a quick story kind of related to that? Listen to this. I, I'm, I have time for all the stories. Okay, so listen to this. This is a true story, by the way. So my – I think it was my freshman year in college. Um, I had, One of my roommates was one of my good friends, and I don't remember what game it was that came out. There was some game that came out. It was like a midnight release or something, or we may have just gone to get it really late. But we went to Walmart, and we were waiting for them to put this game out. And it was me and him, and there was like not many other people there. I live in a pretty small town, so there's not like it's not like Dallas where you know if there's a release or something like there's tons of people there. So we're waiting, and um, so there's this kid that was like kind of like standing around us for a while, like. And I'm gonna tell you this, like, there's context here. I'm not like just singling him out. There's this like small, probably like eight or nine year old, like little black kid hanging around us, and like we were just kind of talking to him or whatever, no big deal. And this other guy, 
I don't know, probably like 20 minutes past, this guy walks up, and he's probably like our age at the time, maybe a little bit older. He's probably like early 20s, and he, he's like definitely college age. And he walks up, and he's like, hey, are you ready to go? And this kid looks confused as fuck, like, what do you mean am I ready to go? And he just like kind of goes along with it, and we just, it was like a weird vibe. Like, the dynamic of that, like I said, I'm not trying to be like, like racist, don't cancel me or anything, but I mean, it's like a 20... 20-year-old, like, white guy and, like, a young, like, he wasn't old enough to be his dad. Like, it just was, like, a weird dynamic, and then, like, the vibes we were getting were kind of weird. It was like, what the fuck is going on? So, we didn't, unfortunately, we didn't, like, say anything or do anything about it, because we're like, it's not really our business. Maybe he, like, knows him. Maybe, like, his adopted brother or something like that. But, um, so, like, I don't know, maybe, like, a minute later 30 seconds to a minute later they disappear and this black woman comes over and she's like hey where is like where have y'all seen like describes this kid we're like oh fuck like that's probably her son that we just like saw so we like ran out like okay yeah he just walked off with somebody so we like ran out and we found him in the parking lot and we didn't even think about like we were worried about getting the kid right we weren't worried about like necessarily like we're not the cops we're not trying to apprehend this guy really we're trying to make sure the kid's safe right so we get the kid back to his mom. I guess the guy runs off, like disappears or whatever. Um, so my friend at the time, uh, he was like going, he was like in the police academy or something like that. Or like at the time he was like a prison guard. And then now he is a police officer in a different town. But I don't know, like a few years later, like we're not even roommates anymore, nothing like that. He sends me a mugshot and it's the same guy. I'll never forget his face. But it's the same guy, and he got arrested for, like, child pornography and indecency with a child, all that shit. And I was like, that's so fucking crazy. Like, I cannot believe the, um, that happened. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if we would have just, like, if we would have just fucking, like, did what we were supposed to do, like, call the cops on this guy. Or, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess we were young. We didn't really know what the fuck we were doing. Like, we were just making sure the kid was yeah. safe. But, I mean, that's, like, I just felt sick to my stomach. I was like, damn, like, that's that's crazy. Yeah, that's fucking insane. That's like, like for me being like a dad and shit. Like that's like my, my fucking number one like nightmare. Yeah, and that's it's like fucking wild. Yeah. But you know, on a on a lighter note, you know, uh, we get off the sex offender talk. Which is, <laughs> I did not, I did not think we we're going to talk about sex offenders on uh, this podcast. Yeah, I didn't think so either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for coming on, Josh. Uh, do you have any? Obviously, you have some podcasts you need to. You might want to plug or anything else with plug. Uh, I mean, y'all know the podcast I do. We've been doing for like four episodes. It's um, Saturday Night Jive. It's on Twitter at Night Jive. Um, it's not a basketball podcast. Y'all listened to it before. It's just basically like just humor, comedy, just whatever comes to mind, whatever people ask, random topics, like whatever. So if y'all listen to it, great. It's like definitely like R rated, but you never answered my question on that podcast, by the way. Wait, which one? About the uh, the parents. Oh fuck! I, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I, like we make Google Docs about the questions, and I guess I just missed it somehow. I don't know how. I mean, it, we've answered worse, but I'll, I'll answer it on the next one. I'll answer it on the next. On the it next was episode. a great question. It was a great question. I felt slighted. <laughs> I'm not sure what's more. I'm not, well, I'm more. You haven't invited me on the podcast, or you don't answer my questions. You know. 
you're you're on the list. You're on the short list of of people we want to invite. And I, I sort of, well, I promise you, we'll answer that question in the next one. Yeah, I didn't get caught up on the uh, the last. I think it was the last episode. I have to watch that one with uh, I forgot. I don't know her name on on the. I think she just changed. It used to be Mrs. Przingis, but I think she's Mrs. Doncic. It's Christy, and then yeah, yeah the Chris, latest one is yeah. the latest one is Reese and Kenny. Okay, yeah, I need to kind of talk about those. And before we go, I got. And before we go, I told my friend I was going to plug his podcast to our listeners. My friend Scott Callancy has his own podcast. It's like a personal growth kind of podcast, kind of like his journey of his fitness life. It's kind of like he wants to like it's about personal growth and how he improves himself. It's like a self improvement kind of podcast. It's called the AMP Theory. It's on Apple, Spotify, and Google. You can check it out. He just I play it for my friend. Fair enough. I'll check and it also, out. Also, if anyone needs solar, DM me. <laughs> they don't come with a solar king for nothing, guys. Slapping panels on every roof across Texas. All right. Good stuff. Thanks for having me on, guys. I, it's always. You know the fucking vibe.